welcome to the Empower You Financial Podcast. I am your host, CEO and founder, Empower You Financial, Eva Palacios, where we teach you how to live life on your own terms through financial literacy and credit education. What's up, guys? We are back and we got David. What up? My, 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 <laughs> see, my secret little ammunition in my back pocket. Yeah. <laughs> how you doing? Good to be back. Yes, yes. And I know last week, you know, we talked about you know, the basics um, of life insurance and and what people should consider and what people should think about. And man, lots, lots of great feedback. Yeah. Uh, so many people in the DMs. I know, I know, I know. Like, I, man, I, I, I seriously got to level up. Somebody's got to take over my social media because like, I just got <laughs> too right. much. Delegate, delegate. That's, it, that's when know. we start elevating. You start to delegate all the things so you can man. focus on what you specialize that right in. There is, that, that right there is a gem. If you... Want to elevate? You gotta delegate. Put that, make make a shirt. Put that on a shirt. <laughs> put it on a shirt. Put it on a shirt. <laughs> um, okay, we we de- uh, this episode is gonna be a hot topic, a hot topic because I remember even before knowing you, I kept hearing and in social media and and then it's like I don't know if what they're saying is true. Like it sounds too good to be true, but I kept hearing this concept of BYOB. Yep, yep. And it's the be your own bank. And I thought to myself, wait, what? Okay, like, you must have to have a lot of money to be your own bank. Like, let's be real. Like, you can't lend money if you don't got that much money. (laughs) But when you were saying, no, like, it actually is far easy than what people think it to be. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, David, we, we we need to talk about this and we need to share it with the community. So, um, so let's just dig deep. Let's dig deep and let's talk about how insurance policies you yeah. can use as leverage to yep. be your own bank. Yep. And that's the, the key part. Like you said, you have to have a lot of money. Well, you don't have to, right? You have to customize a plan tailored to you, your age, your income, yep. your assets, whatever. Because my goal, this is what I specialize in, right? BYOB, helping people become their own bank. I know, David's, and, uh, David right now this is really is excited. This like, is he's it. like, this is my gym. <laughs> like, I can't wait. Uh, this is Let's my go. language. <laughs> I uh, Everything else, yeah. But this is where, uh, where I spend most of my time at, right? And so uh, when we think about it, the banks always win, right? I, I, I heard this, seen it. this video where if I take $50 to my barber, right, cash, and that barber takes $50 and takes it to the grocery store. That grocer takes that same $50 and takes it and buys something for the house, right? And and just that if that $50 goes through 20 to 30 different transactions, yeah. that $50 stays $50, right? Same value. Yep. But if I go to my barber and use my credit card, there's a 1.5% transaction fee that goes to the bank. Yeah. And then the barber goes to buy groceries, another 1.5% transaction fee to the bank. So after a 20 to 30 transaction, that same $50, the bank profits 1.5 per transaction that's made. So if the banks are always winning, how do we customize and become our own bank? Yes. Right. So this is where, you know, understanding the concept of the banking strategy, right? All it really means is you, just like you put money in a bank, right? You put money into a policy now, right? And just like a bank can lend you money. Well, now you can lend yourself your own money. But that word lend, right? That word creating debt, right? This is very new to us middle class people. We don't like debt. We don't like borrowing money. We don't have to like pay people back. So this is where customizing and understanding what borrowing your money really means because the wealthy do it. Well, if the wealthy do it, there must be some good side to it, right? So learning how to leverage your money and see how you can still profit from borrowing your own money. And if 
your policy structured the right way, you don't have to pay back every loan you borrow from your policy. Okay, hold on. Why would I want to borrow my own money? Like, yeah. why not just keep it, you know, me putting me pay and just it accumulate and it looks nice and pretty and safe and I'm secure because I know when I'm no longer here, like, I'm doing it for the boys. Yeah. So why would I even want to touch that money? Yep, yep. So the key thing is understanding when you borrow money, the reason why you're borrowing money is either to make more money or maybe get rid of debt, mm. right? So you're borrowing money to leverage. And the reason why you borrow instead of withdraw, and let's just use an average, your money, let's say your money is growing on average 10%. Okay, I'm going to use an easy number so I can do math without a calculator, <laughs> right? So you're going to leave your money in your policy to let it grow 10% tax-free, and you're going to borrow your money at a 4% rate, right? So you're paying to borrow your money. Uh, again, every loan you borrow from your policy is collateralized to your death benefit, meaning if you don't pay that loan back, your death benefit will pay for it when you pass away. So in essence, you're borrowing money so your money can stay in the policy, compounding every year at a much higher return. Mm. Yeah, so some examples I help That's clients nice. do is, I mean, the, the easiest one I can think of that relates to what you help people do is debt consolidation, right? How many of you guys ever took a, a debt consolidation loan, whether it's mm. 10, 15, 20% to get rid of this huge 23% interest of credit card debt, right? Typically they fall in the range of 10 to 15%, but also it's a very high monthly premium, Yes. Right. So what I help some clients do, uh, one example is they had $10,000 of outstanding debt at a 23% rate. So she borrowed 10000 from her policy at a 3% rate. Now, which loan would you rather have? Would you rather have a 16% interest rate, a loan, or, or debt, or a 3%? Man. Right? So that's, that's where... That's game. Yeah. That's game. So she borrowed that money from her policy, paid off that debt that was a high 23% interest, but also, since she paid off that debt, her credit score jumped up. Yeah. Yes. Right. I'm like, David, I don't think anybody believes me. Like, <laughs> I don't think nobody. No, I do. I do. I do know there are people out there that believe me. But I don't really think people understand the power behind having this type of information and using it as leverage. Because... Yes. It, again, it's it's the bad past traumas, right? Right. The, 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 how we were raised, you know. Don't don't use credit cards. They the devil. You know. You get in a credit card debt. Oh no! Now you in trouble. Yes, it can affect your credit score. But there are tools that are available like this that not only are saving you money in interest because. In essence, you're borrowing from yourself at a 4% versus the 23% versus the debt consolidation loans that do average between 10 and 15%. There are some debt consolidation loans that can go lower, but let's be real. If your credit score is shot, you're not going to get those rates. Right. Yep. So there's always tools. The question is, is what's going to be the best tool for your situation? So yes, saving money on interest. Now credit score is higher. There's a third part. You know what that third part is? What's that? You are paying off debt on a credit report, mm. which now lowers your debt to income ratio, right? Let's just pretend you owed $23,000 you $20, on a credit report, on a credit card that's maxed out. Credit score jumps. $20,000 is no longer on your credit report. 
it's it's with you in your own bank in a life plan. They don't report to credit bureaus. No. Nope. They don't report to credit bureaus. So now you look even better on paper. So then when you want to go do the bigger and better stuff, your numbers look amazing. Yep. And so let's let's give another example, right? Using so let's say we have two credit cards of 10,000 that we're looking to pay off. Right? We borrow 10,000 from that 3% loan from the policy to pay off one credit card. Shoot, I still have this other credit card. Well, the cool thing about when you borrow money from your policy, there's no obligated monthly payment plan. So now you use the payment you were paying the first credit card with and now pay off that other credit card because that credit card is a much higher interest than the loan you took out from your policy. Man. Once you wipe away the debt and now you pay back the debt you took out of your policy, the loan you took out of your policy because the purpose of that loan was to pay off debt. All right, let's pay yourself back as if you are a bank. That's and this whole time while you're doing all that, the original 10000 you borrowed is still growing and working for you in your policy. Yep, yep. Right, yeah. so break it down numbers. Right, ten thousand. Would you pay three thousand, three hundred dollars to profit a thousand? Mm. Right now, you're thinking like a business owner. Right, would I pay an employee three hundred dollars so I can profit a thousand? Right, I can make a thousand all by myself, but if I learn to delegate, pay someone three hundred, would I pay someone three hundred to profit a thousand? Mm. Right, that's what we're doing with our policy. We're borrowing money so we can leverage it, and now it's working in two places. It's working in our policy. And it's working on our credit report. Man, I'm telling you guys, like, the stuff that is in my head <laughs> that I'm like, we need to get this information out there. But, I mean, it. many of you may be like, that sounds cool, but that ain't me. That ain't for me. You don't know until someone is sitting with you to customize these plans. Hence, why... I'm different compared to everybody else. Like I am looking at your situation and game planning your financial future to put you in the best possible position to win and not just win with the higher credit score, not just win with buying the house, not just win with planning for retirement, but like win, win to where now, now we're our own banks. Yeah. Now we're on banks. So that's one great example. You can use it to consolidate, pay off debt, which not only helps with your budget, mm -hmm. helps with your credit scores, and lowers debt to income ratios on paper. Excellent. Yeah. And again, be your own bank. What do our kids have? Our kids have piggy banks, right? Mm -hmm. Whether they have characters, whether they have a drawer, a shoebox, whatever the case is. So again, going back to our household, we talk about life insurance in a different way. Right, we don't even talk about death, and it, it, I mean, no one should. It's it's not a death insurance; it's life insurance. So we got to figure out how do we utilize this tool in life. And so all of our kids understand it as their piggy bank. Right, my son actually right before I came over here, the same son, Grayson, uh, he said, "Hey, Dad, when are you gonna put that hundred dollars in my from my piggy bank to my policy bank?" <laughs> and I'm like, "I know, I know, <clears throat> you're right. I gotta, I gotta get over to the bank, put the money in there, then move it over to." Your policy, I'm sorry, it's taking a while, but I love it. They're, they're saving into it. Again, you get the grandparents on board. They Instead of buying clothes, toys, they're like, you know what? I'd rather buy them something that has value or use this money for something that has value. Let me yes. add to it also. Yes. So now holiday money, birthday money, Christmas money, whatever the case is, they're giving me their money to put in their policy now because they understand. Though They don't understand fully. They just understand it as a savings for them, like a piggy bank, but that actually earns them interest because I go over with them. You know, how the money grows. Would you rather have 
today and have it $10 next year? Or would you have rather have it grow to 11 or 15 or $20? What would you prefer? And they're like, what do you mean? <laughs> right? <laughs> they don't understand it. They'll be like, yeah, I like that because there's more. They don't need to all understand all the details. Yes. But we're just building those habits. right? Building those habits of saving, investing for their future. Something that we didn't really take on until our mid to late 20s, early 30s, mid 30s. So yeah. just having these conversations sooner. I, I want to talk about that, right? Because, I mean, I don't know. Like, I know for me as a parent, there are certain things that I want to make sure my boys learn and 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 carry on with them as they grow older. And I just remember, I just remember <laughs> one day on social media, you took this picture with the kids and they all had their cute little policy folders. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, hold on, hold the phone. And they're little, they look like little babies. And I'm like, what? Okay, why are we getting policies out on our kids? And I instantly thought, okay, if David's got, if he's doing it, I got to do it too. But I know there's a lot of people that are like, why am I going to insure my kids? I mean, again, we don't know when people pass, <clears throat> but we assume they five, they're 10. Like they got long lives. I don't, I, one, I don't think I can afford to put a policy for the next, you know, 80 years or two. I got time. So I'm just going to push it off and put it out to later. Why should we be taking out policies for our kids? Yeah. Uh, again, protection is the key part. Right. But I want to talk about that first because it's, you know, these these injuries, these illnesses, they don't discriminate on our age. Right. And imagine I, I'm going to use a, an example from another business partner where his niece actually suffered a terminal illness. Mm. Right. And, and the parents were two working parents. And if they took time away from work to focus on their kid to take to the hospital and everything, they lose income. How are they going to keep providing for that household? Mm. Right. So that's where they were able to accelerate and utilize those living protection benefits in life and take time away from work and spend every moment with their daughter to take to. Uh, you know, alternative treatment and, and different things of that sort. So there is the protection side of it, but also where we're focused on, where we're focused at is the cash value. Mm -hmm. Like we talked about the indexing, right? Having their money grow long-term end goal, college savings, right? Some people think about college saving as a five to nine plan, right? Another great yes. option, right? Another great option, but it may not align with what you want to accomplish with your savings, yeah. right? Because five to nine is volatile with the market goes up and down, up and down. If you're, kid does not go to college you're taxed for it yep. right so again we're talking about flexibility and options mm. where now we're saving into the ie well for long term for college if they don't go to college or maybe they want to start a business that money's in there for them to utilize for that business mm. right that money's there to utilize for that first house or investment <gasps> or wedding or even now early tax-free retirement because we started something at a young age wow right and then uh what actually had a, a meeting with the family a couple weeks ago like, what about the in-between, right? We understand college is on the horizon, but what about private school? We want to send our kids to Catholic school. Mm. That's not cheap. Or that's, yeah, that's not cheap, right? Yeah. $10,000 a year. Can this policy be customized for my eight-year-old to get, to pay for her college, or I'm sorry, for her private school? Yeah. And I said, yes, right? As long as we customize. So this is where, if you guys are getting quotes, stop. Like, stop getting quotes stop for getting life insurance. Stop getting generic quotes. Right? We need to customize and tailor your plan, show yeah. you. The contributions are flexible. You can increase it, reduce it. But again, it has to have a purpose for what you're saving for. Absolutely. All right. 
And that's so important because I do, I do get a lot of those messages, you know, Eva, I'm 65 and, you know, and I have this policy and I pay X amount of dollars per month. Like what, what better can you get me? And I'm like, well, let's set up a call because there's, there, that is not enough information. Yeah. Like you could be 60, you're very well 65, but I don't know, like how, how much income do you want to receive later on when you stop working? Because that's really what we need to be focusing on yeah. is is what am I paying into by the time I plan on retiring so that I can not only, you know, supplement the income, but like, you know what, guess what? Like, realistically, that paycheck, that's not enough. Like, I want more. I want 5000 a month. I want 10000 a month. I want 50000 a month. Right. You can customize it if that's what you want or if that's what you need. But what I love what you said about the kids I don't know about you, you guys out there. I want to be able to provide my kids with was what was never taught to me. And, 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 and it's obviously, it's great that I do what I do. And, and yes, we are building generational wealth, but at the same time, like if I, if we can put money into a policy to where now we can use that to buy their first house, mm. that's huge. Because guys, if you don't, you know, go back a couple episodes where I talk about sacrificing, how me and my late husband sacrificed to save for the down payment of the house. And and yes, we saved a large lump sum of money for the down payment, but we also sacrificed because we didn't have information like this way back when, where when we first started, we got together at what? I was 17, he was 19. But we bought our first house at 24. Like imagine if we would have had this information back then and we had the vehicle and we were saving, saving, saving. We probably could have bought a couple of houses. <laughs> we probably right? could have bought a couple of houses versus just the one because of time. So yeah, like, so now, yeah. I mean, you, your kids started at a younger age. So I could only imagine by the time they're grown, like 18, 20 or whenever that time comes, what they've got. But I'm like, even for my boys, I'm like, oh, yes, that, yep. that's what we're doing. Right. And we're in a perfect month, right? August, back to school month, oh, back man. to school expenses. Imagine customizing a policy that we thought originally was just for a death benefit. Now we're customizing a plan. So let me take out $1,000 to go for pay for our back to school expenses, clothes, the backpacks, the books, whatever, the shoes, right? Whatever the case is, you know, have that sitting there for you. Right. And as you use that money, it's still working and growing for you in the policy because you never withdraw it. Right. You borrow against the death benefit. So this is where customizing everything comes into play again. But just just knowing that you're saving for something that you can now utilize before you pass away. Right. Absolutely. Before college. Yeah. What about their first car? That right? part. Instead that of part. <laughs> we got a lot of parents that are co-signing for their kids and now they're co-signing. So now that debt is on their credit report. Yep. Not to mention if that kid can't pay the bill, now you as parents got to pay the bill because you don't want that late payment on your credit report. But now you want to go make some moves, but you can't because your debt to income ratio is off. We can eliminate all of that yep. by securing a policy at an early age. That's it. And when you go to get, buy a car, right, you're given options of, hey, here's your interest rates. Also, here's your terms. Four year, five year, six, seven year. I don't know the max terms. But when you borrow money from your policy, there is no term. Mm. Right? You could take 10 years to pay it back. That means, I mean, not talking about kid car, but when you buy a Mercedes for yourself, 80, 100,000, you could pay that Mercedes back $200 at a time. Right? Back into what? your policy. 
Yeah, there's no loan <laughs> term, oh, right? Loan. You you are the bank. The company chooses the interest, but you are the bank. You choose the terms, how you want to pay it back. Maybe you want to take a month off or a year off, and then you start paying yourself back. So, so when I see all these people on the internet flexing <laughs> their 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 fancy cars, I'm thinking like, hmm, how they get that car? Yep. Nine times out of ten, they're probably doing it like this. Yep. And again, well, yes. Everyone say cash is king, right? Cash is king, and so they flex and want to buy everything cash. Right, but if cash is king, why do you want to give it away? Right, keep it, keep it. Right, put it, put it in the policy. Yep, it's now not going anywhere. It's it's compounding for the rest of your life, and then you borrow other people's money. Right, typically we're used to borrowing OPM. from lenders. Well, when you borrow money from your policy, you borrow it from the insurance reserves. Right, so this is where again understanding what that language really means and how it can benefit you, and showing you all the different options. Right. Oh, yeah. Sweet 16 quinceañeras. Right. Those are so expensive costs. People. Some people do. Right. We're on a different level since hanging out with Eva. Now we're talking about <laughs> for seller for holidays. We're going we're traveling now. Yes. Like, I'm serious. My son, Grayson. Grayson, it's been a huge topic. We're going to have him on a, on know, a podcast. Be Grayson. <laughs> yeah. He's going to be on the next oh, podcast. Oh, man. He's so funny. He's, I feel like he's my entrepreneur. Yes. Um, he's like, hey, dad, for my birthday this year, could we go to Excadet? Yeah. <laughs> could we, we go back to Mexico? Like he, he, he really enjoys now. I'm yeah. like, if that's what you want, like we can take you. Let's make a plan. Not worry about parties and gifts because some parties can get expensive. Hundreds of dollars. Lots of toys included, clothes, all thousands, maybe you know. So it starts, and all that is just forgot about in yeah. weeks, right? Just like their presents, their Christmas, and everything. So yeah. now, if we save correctly, we take money out of the policy. Let's go on vacation. Man, it's it's so crazy because you know I know Mate a few days ago, Mateo was like, "Mom, I can't wait to go to Escadet." <laughs> Y'all, you need to get a plug. Yes, let, me know. Yes. Let, let us know. We got the plug. Oh, but man. he's like, oh, I can't wait. I can't wait to have the tacos. <laughs> I can't wait to go zip lining. Uh, but I don't want to do the water park. And like, but just to have that type of language in our right. household. Yeah. Like, you know, you like, I know my boys are learning. They may be funny on film <laughs> sometimes, but just, just, you know, that really pulls my heartstrings yeah because again <laughs> those extravagant trips y'all be seeing chances are for me banks are paying for it rewards free flights we're we're being our own bank to invest in experiences yeah. and building memories with our families that are going to last a lifetime like guys like th this is like this is this is the thing this is the thing so let's let's um let's transition into, you know, because I we got a lot of followers that are entrepreneurs, yep. investors, business owners. That man, you guys, you're working so hard to build these businesses and to invest with the traditional information. Now yep. we got we got this information that we need you to leverage. So talk to yeah yeah. So this is what I specialize. This is what I, I most of my clients have been at least in the most recent couple of years, business owners, investors, entrepreneurs, right? Because we're speaking a different language, right? We want that that wealthy type of mindset, and and people who are open to understanding how to leverage and they want to learn how to leverage their money, right? So with business owners, investors, I mean, imagine how challenging business was for business owners in the last what two three years with COVID. Right. And a lot of them were forced to take out if they didn't qualify for that PPP loan, but qualify to take out regular loans. And when they take out loans to expand their business, 
those loan payments are required right away every single yes. month before business even expanded, meaning before they got the profits back, right? So what I show a lot of business owners how they can structure their policy to borrow money from it to expand their business yep. and not have to pay those loans back until business sees a profit. That's huge. Right? Again, just leveraging, learning how, they already know how to leverage, right? They leverage other people to work with them as a business. Yep. So now they're leveraging their policy, leveraging, have their money work for them in two places. Right now, investors, right? A lot of real estate investors utilize private money lending, hard yes. money lending. Oh my God, those right? terms. <laughs> Y'all are investors have ever borrowed private money. Like, uh, I'm thankful. I'm thankful it's a tool. And it was the first tool I used when I started my first real estate investment project in Chicago. But man, the things they don't tell you. Yep. Like, like you borrow money for six months. And back then it was, mine was at 11% for six months, you know, fi fixing and flipping a property that, you know, hopefully at four months, but no more than six months. But then you got like the city and then it goes past six months. And now you got to pay a loan extension fee, like a big fee to make it another six months on top of more interest. Let me ask Stop you, it. during those six months, were you paying a monthly payment back plan, a monthly payment back towards that yes! loan? Yes. Yeah. While the property was being rehabbed, I had to still make monthly payments. And I'm like, I borrowed money at 10% making monthly payments. Like this project better make me some money because <laughs> right now we struggling. We yeah. on the struggle bus. That was $1,200 a month. Mm, wow. $1,200 a month. Yeah. Man, but. Yeah. Yep, yeah, so we got yeah. information. When I, when I talk to real estate investors or investors in general, right? It doesn't have to only be real estate. I use real estate because it's everyone understands real estate, whether it's residential investments. But as she mentioned, you you leverage a hard money lender, private money lender. Depending on your credit, you can get a ten percent loan or fifteen percent loan, uh, whatever it is. It's it's much higher than if you were to borrow money from your policy to invest. Mm -hmm. Right on top of that, when you borrow money. Put the down payment down, borrow the, the private reserve money, right? Yeah. Uh, you have to make a monthly payment on those on that money, on that loan. Yeah. With the policy, not only are you leveraging your money, you're borrowing it so it can stay in the policy and now work in the property. There's no auto, there's no obligated monthly payment plan on the money you're borrowing. Mm. So what's happening is you're borrowing money, you're you're relaxing, I guess. You're not yes. stressing over every single payment. <sighs> There's no term on, hey, it has to be done in six months, one year, two years. No, you just let it sit. When the investment comes back, when you profit, right? The money comes back, then you pay back that loan, pay yourself back, right? And then you dump the profits in the policy and rinse and repeat and keep going, yeah. right? And and qualifying for lending becomes easy because you are your, that's an asset. You You're, don't even have to qualify. Yeah. It's you. Right? And I don't know how, there's a lot of people out there that yes oh you know your credit score you don't have to have a high credit score for private money you just got to show this this and this eat you show this this and this you can still be declined here you don't deny yourself yeah you got it <laughs> like you yeah. it's automatic lending yeah yeah <laughs> it's and, crazy. yeah and a lot of hard money lenders all they're doing is leveraging other banks right other yes. tools they just borrowed the money they're borrowing it from them at six percent charging you 10 to 15 percent man yep they everybody, borrow from everybody making money not you we we not we not losing it but a yeah. lot of people are losing money yeah yeah, yeah. so th again this is being just equipped with the right tools with the right information 
again, we don't we don't want this to be YouTube University, right? Get the information and learn how to start applying it. Yes. If you don't understand it right away, that's okay. I didn't understand a lot of this in the first year that when I was licensed. Right? It took time to really understand, develop, and understand how to fully customize plans like this. These are advanced cases. Right. So again, whatever you don't understand, I always urge people to hey, get the information, right? Set up a call, set up a meeting, understand what does this mean? Write down questions and really understand how do we start working on something to utilize our policy like a bank? Yeah. And, and that's, and, and this is why it's so important to work with the right people, the right professionals that actually care and customize and listen to your wants. Listen to your desires. But most importantly, people like us, like you may, you may think like this, but people like us, we're like, no, we got to take it up a notch. We got to take it up another notch because we know and we've seen what these things can do. We do this for our own selves. Like we're not just talking just to talk. Like the, we, we are testimonials yeah. of these policies and how it works and how to leverage. Um, you want to share with the audience about how you use this to start a business? Yeah, I've actually, every every example I'm sharing, <laughs> yes. I've done. Every example I'm sharing, I've helped a client do. So uh, I'm always a big uh, component of, of do it yourself and then you can teach it, right? You can't just yes. teach something you don't do, right. right? You can't work well, at you Merc can. But them, 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 them people are. Yeah, you know, it's, it's they, <laughs> right. You, you can't work at Mercedes and drive a Honda. Like, well, what are you doing? What are you driving? Why should I get this Mercedes if you're in a Honda? Why, right. why wouldn't I go over there and get a Honda? Right. So, uh, yeah, I actually utilized my policy to buy a third or a third car for us, but a second car for Turo. Mm -hmm. Right. For those who don't know who Turo is, Turo is like your Airbnb, but for cars. Right. It's a platform where you can rent cars out, uh, and it's crazy because I didn't even think about this business until. Uh, I found a problem, right? With, with with any great business, you want to solve a solution for people. Yeah. And at the time, I was renting a lot from Enterprise, and I would make a reservation Friday, 4 p.m., get there, and my car wasn't there. Oh, like, no. What's the point of re like making reservations <laughs> if, if you're not going to hold my car? I wasn't late. I was early. I was yeah. on time. And, and, yeah, they didn't have my car, so I was without a car for the weekend. It was very stressful and frustrating. So I was like, okay, let me solve this frustration and, and look into Turo. Right, got one car, tested it out, was doing great. All right, let me get my second car. Let me look at my policy. And so I pulled out money, $20,000 from my policy to buy the car. My second car was a Hyundai, right? And so if I would have used my bank account to buy that car cash, I wouldn't have profited anything. I would have just took the money out and gave it away. Yep. Like every time yep. we spend money, we give it away. Cash yep. is king. Keep that with you, right? The policy, it compounds there. So if I would have withdrew it, gave it away, I own the car. So... I put the 20000 in my policy first. The following week, when I found the car I wanted, borrowed that 20000 so that 20000 stays in the policy, keeps growing, and borrowed the money to buy the car. Right? Since that car was an investment, as Turo rents it out and commissions come back, I'm using commissions to pay back that loan. Man. Right? So now my money, in essence, is working. That 20000 <laughs> is working on Turo and in my policy in two different places at one time. Money on top of money yeah. on top of money. Yeah. Yep. And, and like we ain't gonna even go into like all the 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 write-offs and the tax benefits by structuring uh, in a certain way. It, it goes it goes it deep, goes right? Hard. We 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 talk about more than just like like I always feel like we our goal is to add value, yes, right? Yes. And so every time I leave somebody with a meeting or a conversation, my goal is just to add value. And we ever heard of that concept of yeah. own nothing but control everything, that, right? That part. 
that's where we showed people how to own nothing but control everything and start incorporating trusts, right? Just like life insurance, we understand the protection part of a trust, right? Protection from probate. Uh, If we pass away, house gets passed down, no inheritance tax for the kids, right? But goes even deeper, right? When you start learning about the different kind of trusts, what the wealthy people do, utilizing these business trusts, family trusts, charitable trusts, private family foundations, it gets deeper, right? Uh, but just to make it short, like basically you could just move money from entity to entity to entity and basically reduce your taxable income and a lot more options than, than our social security would allow us, but also than an LLC would allow us. Man. Right? It just, it, and again, we're partnering with the right people to give you that information. Yep. Again, we're only life licensed, so I'm not here to recommend, give advice in that space, but refer over to the expert. Absolutely. Right. Like, like Eva's doing, right? Her, her, her lane is financial coach, credit coach everything in that space and when it comes to life she brings the expert in there to share to speak life right speak life into you guys but uh as you business owners out there all right this is where we're looking to expand our Turo business and i'm like okay time to elevate time to delegate yeah talk to yeah. our oldest right talk to our oldest daughter yes. she's 13 i'm like look we're not going to be home i need you so harry let me back up we were going to take my camry uh to the airport when we went to our company trip on vacation that would have been 12 13 days or something like that 13 days locked up at an airport, that means out of Turo commission. So I talked to my wife and said, hey, babe, could we please take the Suburban, leave Turo, leave the Camry there to give it available, make it available for Turo. And that allowed me to have our oldest daughter, Jordan, to be available for uh, as my assistant. And because it was available, people came, right? People came to rent the car out. I think she prepped the car five or six times between both vehicles. And now we're looking to get, okay, let me get a third or fourth car. And by doing that, let me also look at what it would look like making our oldest, our assistant for Turo. That's right. Right. And put her on payroll. That's it. Put her on <laughs> payroll. Or yes. again, have my trust pay into her policy. That's considered a trust expense and reduces our taxable income. But it also teaches her how to run a business. Right. So there's, that's what we're, we're talking about right now in the household is under, figuring out how do we want to go about this business as a teaching yes. way, but also helping her save for the future. Because the traditional, the traditional way of thinking is, yes, depending upon how your company is structured, you in essence can hire your children and pay them and get some tax breaks. Or you can structure trusts in a certain way to not only get some breaks, but actually like, like really elevate and really like keep more money in your pocket and yep. less money over there like yep. it is giving you options like insane. Uh, yeah eric thomas talked about a phenomenal live uh, the show ozark right how many guys ever seen that show yeah. ozark I you know, know. It's still on my to-do list you got it got to do i know we don't want to we want we don't want entertainment to distract us too much but set an hour aside right one hour a night yes. uh, it, it might it might hook you to two hours i don't know but anyway ozark the entertaining side of it is talking about money laundering and drug cartel Right. And they're partnered with the financial advisor to get him to work for the cartel and hide all this money illegally. But but the way he does it legally, the deeper message is leveraging trust, private family foundations and churches. And so once you understand, again, the the deeper side to all the trust and how you can own nothing but still control everything. and, And with our it just. It allows you to keep more money in your pocket and you can donate a lot more out to the community by p- making sure all your entities are in the right place. Man. Right? That's a whole nother episode. Yeah. That's a whole nother episode. <laughs> but, but that is actually going to be a future coaching call 
to all of the lions in the Lion Legacy Group. Because yes. we bring we bring in the outside professionals that have helped us elevate, that have helped us structure things accordingly to maximize all of our wealth building opportunities. Um, man, this is good. Yeah, no, I and I know it. it's probably it's probably too much. But guys, these are the things that you need to think about. These are the things that you need to consider. These are the things that we talk about. Like this is like our everyday language while we're eating lunch or yeah. at dinner or <laughs> when we're out traveling or we're we're networking. And and it's it sometimes can be intimidating if you don't know. But this is why I stay in my lane and I do what I do. And I'm like, okay, now we got this looking good. Okay, now it's time. Let's let's hand you off to David. And then hand him off to David. David. Blah, 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 blah. And then now we hand off to the bigger dogs. So, um, man, thank you. Yes, it was. A, thank uh, you. I love it. This is my language. This is my lane. I love, again, bringing more value to policies. Everything we talked about today was a death benefit yeah. policy, right? But we don't talk about death. We, we figure out how do we utilize this within. Yes. And then when it is our time, our money will multiply and pass down and bless the next kids, the next legacy, the next generation. Yes. And then you structure them trust properly. Mm. Now we're building Five generations deep. That's it. That right there, guys. That right there. That's another podcast. (laughs) Um, But thank you so much for your time again, David. It's been amazing. Um, But we got got another episode with David. So stay tuned. Next week, we're bringing him back um, because we're going to talk about something else that this uh, industry and this... um, this tool has really brought to our lives. So with that being said, guys, if we've added value, do not forget, like, subscribe, share this on all your social media platforms. Let's get this information out so that we can change lives. And most importantly, help you live life on your own terms. Bye, guys. Take a look at what you see, what I become. It ain't hard to tell. Young legend, I'm an icon.